St. Bridget of Sweden. She's from the 1300s. She married a prince, the Prince of Sweden. She had eight kids. After her kids were grown up, her and her husband separated by mutual consent. He ordered a religious order, and she found a religious order. Bridget began to get private revelations from Jesus. She had many visions of his passion. He taught her many things about his passion. She wrote a bunch of works on the passion of Jesus. St. Bridget's writings are a great aid in meditating on the passion of Jesus. Gospels from Luke 6 today. In coming down with them, Jesus stood in a plain place in the company of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the seacoast, both of Tyre and Sidon, who were come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. They that were troubled with unclean spirits were cured. All the multitude sought to touch him, for virtue went out from him and healed all. That will happen today if you go to the tabernacle. That's how you touch Jesus today in the Holy Eucharist. All the multitude sought to touch him, for virtue or power went out from him, and he healed all. Go to the tabernacle. And Jesus, lifting up his eyes on his disciples, said, Blessed are you poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you that hunger now, for you shall be filled. Blessed are you that weep now, for you shall laugh. Blessed are you, and men shall hate you, when they shall separate you and reproach you, and cast out your name as evil, for the Son of Man's sake. Be glad in that day and rejoice, for behold, your reward is great in heaven. For according to these things did their fathers to the prophets. The world is growing more continuously anti-God. Atheism is spreading like crazy. It used to be people that went to church were... Uh, looked upon in a good way. It was seen to be a, a virtuous, good thing to go to church on Sunday. Now, it's detestable. If you go to church, you're detested. You're looked down upon. You're frowned upon. You're an idiot. So be it, though. Live the Beatitudes. Now, the world calls, calls people blessed that abound in riches and honors. Those that lead a pleasant life and meet with no occasion of suffering. That's blessed to the world. Not so with Jesus. He gives us the Beatitudes. Jesus says quite the opposite. Blessed are the poor. Blessed are those that hunger. Blessed are those that weep. Blessed are you and men hate you. So, love to be hated. Live your faith. Baltimore Catechism is going to teach on the first commandment again today. I think I'm just going to read you the answers. Here goes. The first commandment does not forbid the honoring of the saints, but rather it approves of it. Because by honoring the saints, who are the chosen friends of God, we honor God himself. The first commandment does not forbid us to pray to the saints. By praying to the saints, 
we mean the asking of their help and their prayers. We know that the saints hear us because they are with God who makes our prayers known to them. We believe that the saints will help us because both they and we are members of the same church and they love us as their brethren. The saints and we are members of the same church because the church in heaven and the church on earth are one and the same church and all its members are in communion with one another. This communion is called the communion of saints. The communion of saints means the union which exists between the members of the church on earth with one another and with the blessed in heaven and with the souls in purgatory. The following benefits derived from the communion of saints are the faithful on earth assist one another by their prayers and good works, and they are aided by the intercession of the saints in heaven, while both saints in heaven and faithful on earth help the souls in purgatory. The first commandment does not forbid us to honor relics, because relics are the bodies of saints or objects directly connected with them or with our Lord. The first commandment does forbid the making of images if they are made to be adored as gods. But it does not forbid the making of them to put us in mind of Jesus, his mother, and the saints. It is right to show respect to pictures and images of Jesus and his saints, because they are representations and memorials of them. It is not allowed to pray to the crucifix or to the images or to the relics of the saints, for they have no life, no power to help us, nor sense to hear us. We pray before the crucifix, before the images, before the relics, before the images of the saints, because they enliven our devotion by exciting pious affections and desires, and by reminding us of Christ and of the saints, that we may imitate their virtues. We'll finish with some Latin for the day. Et nenos inducas in tentationum. Tentationum, that means temptation. Lead us not into temptation. St. Pius X teaches in his catechism that when we pray this petition, we're asking God for all the graces necessary to overcome any temptation that will come our way. Et nenos inducas in tentationum. Lead us not into temptation. It's Saturday, Our Lady's Day, Seven Sorrows Tonight. 